is Elliot Tree signing on. Beginning recording number 34, case number 123, another missing pug. If Ragnarok is already upon you, I'm flattered you decided to listen to my case in the meantime. If you're recording, I'd like to be on record saying that Harriet Shade is the worst. The food critic for Mountainside Daily Paper? Yes. Ugh. How does she still have a job? Her writing is terrible. I've always seen it as pretty straightforward. That's the problem. If you write criticism like that, it just sounds mean. Like, listen to the review she left for Morning Glory. The interior is flooded with flowers, which is excessive because I just came here for food. The pancakes were too small. It was not enjoyable to eat. Do not come here if you enjoy eating. That sounds like Harriet, all right. (laughs) What? No, she's way out of line. She's always that blunt. Are you sure you're not just upset because she's insulting things you enjoy? But she could sugarcoat it. She's a critic, not a donut baker. I'm sure she'd have insults for donut bakers, too. Look, Harriet is well-meaning. She probably just thinks she's doing her job. Speaking of which, what's on the agenda for us today? Uh, Mr. Strong is paying us to find his dog again. Poodles? I've already told him that dog has seen some things. He's probably just frolicking with the fae again. Do we have an address for this fae? By any chance? Mr. Strong's basically our only paying customer right now, and... We don't have anything else on the agenda? Well, I was hoping we could go out for breakfast before looking for the dog. We could go to Friday the Baker's Dozen. Elliot, they just burned down. (gasps) What? It was in the paper this morning. Oh my gosh! Why were you complaining about Harriet when you could have been mourning Friday the Baker's Dozen? Where's the article? Burned down in its prime. A light snuffed out of this town. It's a shame. Nay, a tragedy. Or a case. No, the fire department said it was an accident. It's that sort of irresponsible thinking that'll get other buildings burned down. Did you just accuse the fire department of being responsible for buildings burning down? It could be a spell or a curse or... Oh. Oh. Intern, get your shoes on. We have to go. It's foolish of me to think we're going to look for the dog of our only paying customer, isn't it? Hurry! Every minute we waste is another step towards another burning building. You do realize we're not getting paid on this case, right? Justice for failing small businesses is payment enough. We're a failing small... (sighs) Never mind. I'll grab the kit. Hello, you've reached Elliot Tree's Mystery Agency. It's technically my day off, but I don't actually have a lot of friends. And you don't need to know that. What might be your problem? Ma'am, I understand why a flickering light bulb might seem suspicious, but have you considered calling the city first to see if they can fix it? They keep putting you on holds. Yeah, that seems par for the course. No, ma'am. I don't think it's a government conspiracy. Okay, Miss Tree and I have very different ideas of what constitutes a conspiracy. If you want to come in here and talk to her yourself, you can't leave because you're watching a light flicker. I don't really know what to tell you here. Hi, this is Elliot Tree's Mystery Agency. It's technically my day off, but we really need a paying case, so if you've got a problem and money, preferably cash, please let me know right away. No, sir, I don't accept payment in acorns. It's not rude, I just don't know what I'm supposed to do with acorns. 
What? Why would you? That's not the direction I thought you'd take that. I don't think I can look at acorns the same way again. I'm sorry, we still can't accept acorns as currency. Candy corn, you say? There is precedent. Let me put you on hold. I'll ask Elliot. Hello, you've reached Elliot Tree's Mystery Agency. It's technically my day off, so I finally bit the bullet and turned on voicemail. Thank goodness. If you need to talk to us, you'll have to call back tomorrow or come to the office in person. That said, if you come into the office in person, don't tell Elliot you called first. She doesn't trust voicemail. Something about giving robots too much power? Anyway, leave your name, number, and strange concern after the beep, and I'll hopefully get back to you. I don't think we really need to walk through the front door. Why not? It's polite. I mean, the whole half of the building is burned down. I'm surprised this door is even still standing. All the more reason to walk through the door. Reestablish some normalcy. Naturally. So, what's the play here? Should I be asking people if they've seen fire fairies or something? <laughs> Everyone knows the fire fairies rarely leave their natural volcanic habitat. <laughs> no. I've been considering the fire in conjunction with environmental issues, and I'm fairly sure this is all a big misunderstanding. So, it is an accident. Kind of. I'm fairly certain this fire was started unintentionally by a phoenix. Right. A magic firebird. That's a much better conclusion. Well, it can't be the ovens. <laughs> Look at the way the building was damaged. If it had started in the kitchens, then that area should be the most destroyed. But look at that counter. The only reason it's black is from ash. No. Judging by the damage around the building, this fire was started in the bathroom. So, why would they say the oven started it? Probably don't want to worry the public. Oh. So the fire could have been started by a person. Or a bird. Or a person. Come on, Elliot, can't we just consider that? Arson means we could get hired. And if we caught the arsonist, we'd probably have the job offers tumbling in. No more tracking down Mr. Strong's irresponsible dog. But it's not a crime. Just a bird that's trapped in town and will probably remain trapped until we can track it down and return it to its natural habitat. Anyway, it's much more exciting than the dog case. Hey, those air quotes were entirely unnecessary. But if we're going to stop any other building from catching fire, this is what we'll have to do. We do that by catching the arsonist. There is no arsonist! <sighs> Elliot, if you don't help, I might have to turn to the authorities. What does that even mean? Aren't the authorities already involved? <laughs> Who do you think put out the fire? Well, I can uh, get them involved again. Besides, you're always saying I'm out of my depth with these cases. Maybe we could come to the police with what you know. The police only get in the way of my investigation. No imagination with those guys. Come on, intern. You know, deep down, that I can solve it faster than them. Fine. We'll try it your way first. But if we don't catch the phoenix soon, I'm going to the police. I have good news and bad news. Which one do you want first? Honestly, I want dinner. A bakery was burned down, we haven't stopped to eat all day, and our case isn't going to pay us anything. I might not be able to get a steady paycheck, but the least I can do is get a stack of pancakes from Morning Glory. Okay, sounds like you want the good news first. The good news is, I think I figured out the next potential location for the phoenix to nest. It took some digging to figure out phoenix nesting patterns, not to mention accounting for the allure of buildings. 
but I'm almost certain it's ended up at Morning Glory. My favorite all-day breakfast nook being the target of arson sounds like bad news, Elliot. Oh, no, no. The bad news is that Morning Glory caught fire while I was doing all my calculations. Just saw it on the news. All those fluffy pancakes burnt to a crisp. The employees are all fine, if you're wondering. <laughs> you don't know what you've got till it's gone. I am sorry I couldn't figure it out soon enough. Next time... Next time? Elliot, how many pancakes need to burn before you start looking at alternative causes? <laughs> alternative causes? Why would I look for alternative causes? Clearly my theory's on the right track because I actually pinpointed the next fire. Unlike you. I already know I'm not as good at this as you are, Elliot. But I think I've got a suspect. You've got a suspect? Who on earth would be starting these fires? Harriet Shade. She just barely wrote an article about Morning Glory. And she'd written about Baker's Dozen before it caught fire. And you know this because... I might hate read all of her articles. Whatever. The point is, she's mean. She's been to all the places recently. We probably just have to figure out what place she's planning on going to next. That's a waste of time. How could she have done it? I don't know. How does William keep finding goats? How come Mr. Strong's dog always ends up in strange places? Sometimes I feel like solving cases with you just brings more questions than answers. Maybe it's time we ask for help. You're right. It would be nice to have help. I'll get in touch with Fish and Wildlife tomorrow. What? No, I... Elliot, I mean the police. Why on earth would you call Fish and Wildlife? Other than the fact they know how to deal with dangerous animals? Elliot, I'm serious. If you replace me with the police, I'm replacing you with Fish and Wildlife. Elliot, I'm not replacing you. I'm just- What's that? Random guy with no name? My interns are all at Fish and Wildlife. Okay, that's mean. You know my name. If you'll excuse me, random man, I have a case to solve. Hello, and welcome to the entire expanse of the unending universe as explained by Elliot Tree. Hmm, might be too wordy. Today I've got a question from Deborah, who wants to know about my daily diet. Well, Deborah, like everyone from the human race, I rely on food to survive. Sorry, that might have been rude. I suppose I can't assume you're also human. While we humans tend to believe other creatures have a supernatural origin, many creatures believe the same thing about humans. Learning about each other's cultures is vital if we are all going to survive together on this planet. So yes, Deborah, I consume a typical human diet, including grains, vegetables, dairy and meat, typically from a cow or a chicken. Oh, and sugar. I know other creatures don't need it, but dang, sugar is awesome. <laughs> I've got another question from Jessica, who'd like to know what hair care products I use. Now, I'm not sure if you know this, but hair care products like shampoo are the perfect cover for governmental mind-altering chemicals. For instance, intern doesn't sing anywhere but in the shower. Do you know what else he doesn't do anywhere but the shower? <sighs> shampoo. If you'd like to avoid singing or worse, I'd recommend making your own hair care products or go to the farmer's market. Just make sure to follow up with your local vendor to ensure they're not a government agent. Finally, Harold would like to know if I have a husband. It's a legitimate question in my line of work. If you must know, I'm constantly fending off marriage proposals from the local centaurs. I know the fresh apples that line the bus stop are a courtship ritual and no, I have not roasted one over a hot fire to symbolize my acceptance of said proposal. So do any centaurs who might be listening, I'm flattered but it's not going to happen. 
See, here's another reason why it's important to understand the cultural differences between species. One wrong move and you might find yourself married to a centaur. <laughs> no offense to interspecies couples. You, uh, forgot this at home. What are you doing here? I assumed you'd have better things to do than follow me to the next location. Not only is it on the outskirts of town, but I still can't believe they turned an optometrist's office into vegetarian barbecue restaurant. I've heard cornea on the cob is pretty good, but that's not why I'm here. Turns out when you, uh, call the police to accuse a disliked newspaper columnist of arson, they don't take you too seriously. I guess people have tried to frame Harriet seven times this week. Where are your interns? You're right here. Oh, fish and wildlife. Yeah, turns out they're just courting disaster. What self-respecting agency would turn a blind eye on Phoenix? Besides, turns out they don't even have a reasonable centaur division. Nice. I mean, uh, not great. <clears throat> this isn't a thing where we have to awkwardly apologize, right? Absolutely not. We've got a Phoenix to catch. <laughs> Well, I've got a phoenix to catch. I only brought enough oven mitts for one. I might have brought some, too. Oh. Hey, if we're not apologizing, we're not making a big deal out of this, either. Fine. You ready to bust in oven mitts blazing? Am I ready to... <laughs> and she's gone again. Wait up. Has anyone seen a bird? I I'm not with her. I just... Wow. There's a lot of corn on this menu. I don't know what I was expecting, but not this much corn. Do you mind if I order something? Can I see a menu? I'm serious. Has anyone seen a bird? Elliot, maybe we should tone it down. Oh my gosh, it's Harriet. Great, ask her if she's seen a bird. No, Elliot, what if she's doing the same thing here she did at the other two places? In turn? Elliot, please, trust me. <sighs> okay. <clears throat> Harriet Shade, I have some questions for you. They grow up so fast. Oh my gosh, a bird. Intern, it's a bird. The phoenix. Do you want bad news or good news first? Let me guess. The bad news is that we're not getting paid for this case. Wrong. Well, you are right. We're not getting paid for that case. But actually, the bad news is, despite saving Cornea on the cob, we've been banned from the premises for the foreseeable future. Well, that doesn't make sense. Aside from you bursting into the kitchen to try to catch a bird and me uh, accidentally making a customer cry and both of us trying to wrangle a struggling robin Phoenix. out of the door of the restaurant, I can't understand why they'd ban us. Exactly. <sighs> Luckily, there's good news. Is the good news that no new fires have started for the last week? No. I mean, yes, there haven't been more fires, but actually, the good news is that we're getting paid. Seriously? Who's paying us? Mr. Strong. I spotted his dog not far from where we released the phoenix. I love how things work out so neatly. Thank goodness for the paycheck, but I don't know how neatly things worked out otherwise. You don't happen to know if Harriet was the cause of the fires, do you? Of course she wasn't. You saw the phoenix with your own eyes. I released the glorious beast into the wild myself. I saw you throw a robin into the nearby forest. Look, if you're the kind of guy who needs to see a phoenix burst into flames to believe it's a phoenix, then I don't know what to tell you. You know, I did make Harriet cry. Maybe I scared her out of her arson plan. If Harriet was really behind the arson, why didn't the other two shops burn directly after she visited them? She... Uh... <laughs> 
fine. Maybe I can't prove it, but just once I want to have a case that has a clean ending. And no, not a supernatural ending. Because a non-supernatural ending would be so fun for our post-apocalyptic listeners. <laughs> Speaking of, this is the ending of recording number 40, case number 123, hitherto renamed Hot on the Trail. I'm Elliot Tree, signing off. This has been a production of Real Contender Storytelling. Elliot Tree is created by Brittany Vance and Bree Porter. Written by Brittany Vance. Starring the voice talents of Cassidy Davis as Elliot Tree and CJ Lindsay as The Intern. Original theme music by Michael Biancardi. You can find his music on SoundCloud. For more information about this and other productions, be sure to visit us at realcontender.com. That's R-E-E-L contender.com. Thank you.